0: Welcome to the Successful Thinking Podcast, where I will share with you the elements for a successful thinking process, and we'll talk to people who have a successful thinking mindset. Hello, how are you guys? Today, as my first episode, uh, I will briefly explain you the concept of the Successful Thinking podcast and I'll also give you some practical examples about it. I will develop the, the concept over the next episodes and after it's what I think I will bring you more value, which is the interviews. Let me start with the statement. I think, therefore I am, by René Descartes. Of course, there is a philosophical proposition behind where he found out that he could not doubt that himself existed as he was the one doing the doubting in the first place. But into my adaptation, this means, this statement means that we are all single individuals with our own thinking process. There are, of course, there are elements that influence and shape our thinking process, such as education, the country where you are born, the culture, date of birth, religion, race, gender, etc. And it's true that some have, easier, have it easier than others. Some are born in more difficult conditions and others in in a more comfortable environment. But what I am acknowledging here is that everyone has full control of their thinking process. Therefore, we are all capable of developing a successful thinking process that will lead, or the goal is that it will lead us, to achieve our mental goals. Think for yourself. I'm not saying this in a selfish way, just to exclude the others, but... Think for yourself, take your own decisions. Don't let others make the decisions on your behalf. This seems also philosophical, but now that I briefly explained to you what is the Successful Thinking Podcast, I will be able to also develop the concept over the next episodes and give you more examples. The thing is this podcast was born because I wanted to write a book, but I'm not good at writing books. I never wrote a book. I don't know if one day I will, but as I'm not good, I decided to create this podcast. Over the next episodes, I will talk about the different types of education also the different types of knowledge and many other other elements that can influence and shape your thinking process it's also important to understand the relevance of adapting your thinking process to the situation you are facing even as such as overthinking or not thinking at all understanding also the importance of making questions in this case to yourself like asking why how but also understanding the human behavior be, understanding the human behavior behind or towards the thinking process. Uh, I wanted to do this a long time ago. It took me a long time to prepare, but here it is. Today is my first episode. And in order for you to better understand what I mean with this, let me give you a very personal example. I remember on my first job, I was the junior brand manager of the company and I had to, to communicate to the team the negative performance that we were having. It was a full day of presentation. So it was eight hours straight in a boardroom where everyone would present the results of their brands. Mine was, I would say, one of the least, if not the least important in terms of the strategic priorities to the company. So my presentation was the last one. Imagine at the end of the day, everyone is exhausted already. Um, and also for me, before preparing that presentation, I was anxious, stressed. I had no, no power to, to motivate or even to criticize the team about the results because I, I was very young. And I had to talk to the marketing team, sales team, to the country manager even. country manager, even. And so I, I was anxious preparing this, how can I say this, uh, that's the best way. Normally these presentations would be such simple as, okay, I would go there, talk about the results, share about the strategy, what are the products we are removing from the market, the products we are going to introduce in the market, and that's it. But as I shared with you, it would be the last presentation. So no one would be paying attention. It's, since it's not a priority, no one would focus. Um, and so I decided, okay, I need to change this, especially because I was also very anxious about that. And I was able to change my way of thinking. And I said, instead of showing what they want, of course, I had to keep the figures. It's important to maintain the professional side of the, of the presentation, but let me do it my way. And by doing this, I changed the anxiety into motivation, to excitement, because I, what I did was... I put a little bit of magic on the presentation. So normally the presentation would be projected on the wall, so a white wall right next to me and what I did was when they called me to go down and do my presentation at the end of the day, I would talk about three topics and every time I would have a topic I would touch the wall like if I was pressing a button and by doing an animation, a small animation on the PowerPoint, it looked like I was exactly indeed pressing a button. So this simple touch allowed me to motivate because I was doing the presentation my own way. And it brought awareness, people realized, okay, something different happened. And at the end, everyone was enjoyed a lot what I did and they were asking, how did I do it? So I was able to not only, as I share with you, convert my, my personal uh, thinking process here to don't be nervous or anxious, but to be motivated and excited. And also the perception from the team to my communications. From now on, people are always curious about what I wanted to share in these presentations. So here, I think you could see, and that's where this thinking process start to bring awareness to me. Such moments like these, when I'm so anxious, I need to change something in my head, in my mind. And another example, uh, and this is is from a very uh, famous person, Christian Ronald, the number one football player in the world. This could be my opinion, but uh, he... The way he scores the free kicks are amazing. Everyone knows Ronaldo is very good at the free kicks, but not everyone is aware about his thinking process behind it. For those who don't play football, or let's call it European football, um, normally in a free kick, the players, or I would say most of the players, and even me when I played, we always aim for a specific side of the goal. Even if it's the top corner or the end corner, we aim for that. And our goal is to put the ball there. I'm not saying we will succeed, because even if the ball goes there, the keeper can still defend it. But instead of focusing just in that small space, in that small area of the goal, Ronaldo looks at the whole goal area. My objective is to put the ball inside the goal. That's the aim. So by having this different thinking process, he's able to increase his chances of scoring, because he's not just focusing in that space, it's on the full, full all goal. So this shows of course there's a lot of experience, training, also his mentality, his personality of Ronaldo here involved. But the way he changes his thinking process, it's key for him to succeed, and the rest is history. I think you all know by him being famous for scoring a lot of goals. But that's it. Over the next couple of episodes I will go into more into depth in each topic and each element of this successful thinking process, and after is what I think I will bring to you more value. I will do some interviews where I'll ask exactly other people to share their way of thinking so that you can also see this. So hope you liked it and see you guys on my next episode. Enjoy!